there's no one right way to do life. There's no finish line. There's no race. And I think it's important to remember that when in talking about education and schooling. So it is okay to not go straight from high school to a four-year university. And it's okay to take some twist and turn in your education path to get where you want to be one day. We definitely took those twists and turns. We're two Cal Poly seniors about to graduate here in San Luis Obispo. I'm Devin Spiegel. And I'm Bree Parker. And we are here to talk to you about unconventional college paths or education paths. When we were starting our journey as far back as high school and then even honestly all the way through college here, we wish we would have had something like this to listen to. So we hope we can reach even just one person in that boat that doesn't feel necessarily heard or like they have someone they could talk to. Absolutely. And we are excited to be joined by our friends and peers and mentors, coworkers, more people than you would imagine that have not had the traditional expected route with their education. Um, talk to them and hear their stories as well. So welcome to Type A Plan B. Now let's get into today's episode. Hi, everybody. Today, we talked to Ava Kirshner about her college journey. She's also about to graduate in a few weeks here. She is my fellow transfer journalism gal, and she did it right. She really did. I admire her so much. She is so hardworking, so involved. You'll get to hear a little bit about that later in the episode. But when we started this podcast, she was one of the people that first came to mind because she also transferred in the weird COVID times. And she's just such a good role model. She's so hardworking and so um, animated and entertaining. (laughs) So I knew we had to bring her on for today. Absolutely. It was such a pleasure to be able to talk to Ava about her personal experience of being a local in this San Luis Obispo County community and then going away to a four-year and kind of doing that quote-unquote right path and realizing that it wasn't for her and she took the brave steps to come back and figure out what was her right path, her personal path. We learned so much from Ava and we're really excited for you guys to be able to hear her story. So let's get into today's episode. Hi, everyone. I'm Devin Spiegel. And I'm Bree. And welcome to Taipei Plan B. Today we have our first, our first guest of the show. Um, we're super excited. We are joined by none other than Miss Ava Kirshner. Hi, Ava. Howdy, Devin and Bree. I have had the pleasure of meeting Ava through class. We are both journalism majors. She is on the news track, little little broadcast journalist over here. Yes, ma'am. And we are both transfers. Mm-hmm. And as you guys may know, this podcast is talking about some unconventional paths, maybe a little non-traditional experiences. And yeah, so we told our stories last time and now Ava gets to be the first story shared by a friend or family member. So Mm -hmm. Ava, do you want to just kind of give us a little background on your timeline and how you ended up where you are at Cal Poly? Absolutely. Right out of high school, I kind of had two choices of where I could go and actually three. Um, It was Cal Poly, Cuesta, 
which is the community college or Cal State Northridge. And if, and in my mind, I'm like, if I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to Cal Poly, there's no point because if I'm going to stay in San Luis Obispo, I'm just going to go to Cuesta and get my classes for free. But growing up here, I really wanted to branch out. You know, I wanted to leave my hometown. Everyone, everyone was leaving the hometown. So I'm like, I gotta like, I gotta leave it too. So I was actually a theater major at Cal State Northridge, believe it or not. And I went there as soon as I clicked accept. I'm like, oh, I made a bad decision. (laughs) I know this is the worst decision. And I didn't comprehend it. And then it was like time to move in. And I'm like, I'm not staying here more than like three months. Like, I just know it like deep down. I'm like, oh, the vibes were so off at Northridge for me. I, I am a very outgoing person and it's very easy for me to like talk to new people. And I made like zero friends there. So that was like a very big adjustment for me. Um, It's very much a commuter school. And so it was really hard to make friends unless you were like, in a fraternity or a sorority, and I wasn't really interested in joining one of those. So I went for a semester and then I came back to, I came back home. I didn't actually go to Cuesta. I actually drove like 30 to 40 minutes every day to go to Allen Hancock College in Santa Maria because I was going to be on their cheer team. And I went there for a spring semester and they got rid of their cheer team. So I kind of went there for nothing, but um, had a really good experience there, and it was free as well, which was interesting to me because I thought it was only Cuesta that was going to give me two years free, but it was Alan Hancock, and then the second year, I spent a full year at Cuesta preparing to transfer to Cal Poly. I really actually found out what I wanted to do at Cuesta. I got involved with the journalism program there. And I even became editor-in-chief of the Questonian. So I got a lot of good experience there. And I'm like, okay, journalism is where I want to go. I took all the journalism classes I could at Cuesta. So it's time to move on to higher education. And um, I worked really hard and I got into Cal Poly and I transferred. And then it was online. And I'm like, oh, this sucks so much. Um, But worked through it. and then. Um, got to be in person this year and joined every club I could. And yeah, <laughs> we're here. Wow. So you definitely got like a taste of that lesson in flexibility that Devin and I had to have with all of these changes. Oh, yeah. And it was a big struggle transferring to Cal Poly as well, just because um, specifically I took French and they I needed an intermediate French because they canceled French at my high school before I could take the last level of it. And so I had to do like credit by exam at Cuesta after like four years of not taking French and they weren't going to let me do it. And I just straight up like cried to the dean. I'm like, I'm like, you have to let me do it. I have to do it. I have to transfer to Cal Poly. For some reason, they want liberal arts majors to have like an intermediate language when they transfer. So it was, but I did it. I did it. I forced my way into getting French three. So crying to the Dean worked. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. His secretary came up to me after and she's like, that man 
is not a very nice man and he never says yes but I'm glad you made him say yes I'm like with my tears okay like sorry I had to come to that so Bree and I both kind of talked we had some differing experiences in high school maybe feeling some pressure from different places to go straight to that four-year do you want to touch on like the vibes of where you grow grew up and if you felt any of that pressure to go to a four-year yeah so in a Tascadero it's kind of like if you don't kind of leave you stay there forever like a lot of people graduate from a Tascadero high school and then they just stay there you know which is like fine it's a beautiful place on the central coast you know but I didn't really want to do that and then all of my friends were applying to like so many colleges, an unbelievable amount. I'm like, how would you, I'm like, how do you guys even like think of these things? I didn't even know where to start. Common app was like my best friend. And so I'm like, okay, well, I looked at all the colleges. And I'm like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I don't want to leave, but here we are. So I definitely felt pressure not so much from like my parents, because I know they would have been fine with me going to Cuesta. Um, my mom went to, to, from community college to Cal Poly as well. So like I could always take that path if I really wanted to like appease her, which I did. <laughs> it wasn't so much that my friends pressured me, but it's like what they talked about a lot. And they were pretty smart. And I looked up to them and I'm like, man, I know I'm smart. I feel like I should be doing this, but also I don't even know what I want to do. Like when I got into Cal Poly right out of high school, it was for theater. Like it wasn't even for journalism. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't really want to be a theater major at Cal Poly. I don't even know if they have a theater program really. So, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go to theater school. Like in Northridge, closer to Los Angeles, you know, everything will be fine. And then wasn't fine. And I had a lot of shame coming, like leaving Northridge and coming back home was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Wow. That, yeah, that must have been very hard to like go away and do something that you thought was maybe the right move. Mm-hmm. And then exactly take the step back. Did you feel like supported in your move back home no um I did not I actually went through a really bad like friend breakup like right before I was coming back and I'm like hey I actually am coming back you know to I'm coming back home I really didn't like it here and they're like they're like what happened to you being a social butterfly blah 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 and stuff like that. I'm like, like what? Are you? I'm like, excuse me. I thought you would have been happy that I'm coming back to where you were. Um, they were not, <laughs> and so that was really hard. And then my boyfriend was happy to see me again because he went to Cal Poly, and my mom was happy. My dad was happy. So everyone that was good for me was happy. And then all the people that weren't happy, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but like. It was for the best. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's just kind of a life lesson with growing Mm -hmm. up is who's important in your life and who's not. And some of our listeners are maybe that high school age or maybe going through some of that stuff. Do you have any advice on navigating those friend breakups or 
heartbreak of maybe just outgrowing people. Wow. It was like a very, very hard time and stressful time too. Cause I was afraid I would see them everywhere. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this person is the last person I want to see. They're friends with my friends. Like this sucks. But then I started hanging out with my like real friends, my good friends. And I'm like, Oh my God, is this what like healthy friendship should be? (laughs) And so if anyone's going through like bad friend breakups, I would say focus on the good that you have. Focus on the people that are, that want the best for you, that are healthy and um, are not very toxic. Just people that are like, don't resent you for being yourself. So, okay. Well, first of all, love that because yeah, I agree with that. It's hard with small towns and toxic relationships and friendships and I heard you saying a lot and I can resonate with this the being stuck in or like if you never leave you'll never leave the small town type of thing because I'm from San Inez and so a lot of people say the same thing like if you go to Cal Poly or even Cuesta or Hancock you never leave and you'll just be stuck on San Inez so as someone who came back to your hometown how did you forge your own path and kind of like not fall into that habit of like being stuck? I kind of leaned into school, definitely. Um, I still had like my two really close friends from home that I would hang out with, but I um, it was more like of a mental shift than a physical shift because, yeah, I was in slow most of the time, but um Mentally, I still really cared what people from my high school thought, which is something no one should do once you graduate high school. I was like a year or two out and I was still thinking about like, oh, my God, like I I reverse transferred, which sucks that they called it a reverse transfer. First of all, (laughs) Um, I reverse transferred back home. These people think I like failed at going to college which no one thought that I was just making up things in my head. And then I'm like, you know what? I can't care what these people think because they're the ones that are going to be like, oh, she came back to her hometown. Oh, she's stuck here. And I'm like, if I let them think that, then I will be stuck here, you know, but let like they can think whatever they want. I'm living my own life. I'm moving forward in my career and my college career. And I was making friends at school. I was really putting school first and um, kind of building a like a base for me to like jump off of to go somewhere else. So like we talked about, we both transferred at the same time, same major. With that being said, we were on Zoom for a bit there. Um, and now meeting you in person. I know you're involved in quite a few things at Cal Poly. Can you give some advice or maybe just tell your story on what you're involved in and how you made that jump as a transfer specifically during COVID too? Yeah. So um, at Cuesta, they only have print journalism. They don't have any broadcast. So I kind of thought that's what I was going to go into. But as soon as I got to Cal Poly, I realized, you know, they have a radio station. They have a TV studio. I'm like, this is what I want to do. And I didn't really think I could do that. 
but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try it because I know deep down, like, this is what I want to do. So first I got involved with KCPR, the radio station, and I was doing news and I really liked it. I really just like put everything I had into it. And then I got involved with the video team. And then I'm like, okay, this is way more my forte, like telling stories through videos and doing live broadcasts and whatnot. And so um, I just couldn't quit KCPR though. So I did both um, and it was a lot and I'm doing both and it's a lot, but it's very rewarding, I think. And like I said, like I only have one year of in-person school. So that kind of leads me with my personality to like get involved with as many things as possible and stress myself out. Like winter quarter, I was doing KCPR, video team, and an internship and taking a lot of classes. And I was just like losing my mind with, and I couldn't even have my dog live with me because I was so busy. I couldn't take care of her. So she was living with my mom. And so that was like, I'm like, okay, I need to like slow down and like just appreciate college, but like not try to get every experience because I'm not like, and it's okay if I don't get every experience. Like I've never, ever been to a frat party (laughs) and I've always wanted to go. I know they're like the worst, but I've never even been to one. So how would I know? (laughs) But if I never go to one, that's okay. That's fine. I'll be a little bummed, but it's okay. We can't do everything at once. We can find some first years and go to a frat party together. Okay, please. I actually do really want to go to a frat party. We'll go to one and we can um, bring, we can broadcast, we can report on it. So it sounds like you totally set yourself up to get as much experience, as many opportunities as possible, both at Cuesta and Cal Poly. So how is that tracing into your future plans? Because you're graduating in what, five weeks, four weeks? Yes. So it kind of, it led me to like, since I'm involved with a lot of things, I didn't have a lot of time to really like look at my schedule so I do have to take one more summer class that sucks because it's a five-week class and I will be starting my new job but um I got a job doing reporting three days a week and doing weather on the weekends with um KERO ABC 23 in Bakersfield so I'm excited (laughs) yeah thank you that's huge I'm very excited that I got a job before I graduated, even if whenever I tell people where it is, they're like, oh, I'm like, listen, I don't care where it is. I'm just excited I got a job. Heck yeah, that's absolutely amazing. And that has to feel so good after all this time you chose what you wanted to do and like put up with a lot of uncertainty. And now here you are getting what you Mm -hmm. want. Yes, it is like a reward. (laughs) So would you say that's like your overarching lesson that you've learned is that you just have to like trust what's best for you and do that regardless of the thoughts of others? Yes, I really needed to learn that I have to put myself first and be assertive about the things that I want. I was very much a people pleaser. And now I'm like, if people don't please me, then it's not my problem. 
Um, so I have to like, it was a really hard lesson of learning to not care what people thought about me, specifically people in my hometown and people from my high school, like their voices don't matter and their thoughts don't matter and they don't even affect my daily life. So I shouldn't really care what they think. Amen to that. Yeah, common theme here. We feel that way too. And hopefully (laughs) if you're listening, you're at least taking that away from this because I think it's a big life lesson. That's huge. Well, got to hear your story and like learned a ton from you. And I, it was very nice to hear it because it touched on a little bit of how my experience was, a little bit how Devin's was, but it brought in this whole other like you know exactly what you're doing, you know where you're going, you have everything planned out. And I think that's super cool for us and for any listeners to hear. So thank you so much. Anytime, anytime. If you want to follow um, Ava's journey, then tune in when she's broadcasting out there in Bakersfield. <laughs> yes. ABC 23, baby. Oh, there we yeah. Go. <laughs> All right, everybody. We will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Type A Plan B. Bye. Well, that wraps it up for today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All of our resources are listed in the episode description or our show bio. And because it's May, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, which means we'll have a couple extra resources listed to support mental health. Yeah. And if you have a story that you want to share or you know someone that might be a good fit for the podcast, then let us know. You can reach out through our Instagram at type underscore A underscore plan underscore B our email, which is type A plan B at yahoo.com or our Facebook page, which is type A plan B podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So please don't hesitate to reach out and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.